Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is a brand. Every personality, every athlete, every celebrity, every movie star, every company, every corporation, every product, every political party, all brands. And we do two things here. First, on Thursdays, we drop our big brand interview with a person about their own big personal brand. And this week is Congressman Jamie Raskin, uh, head of the uh, January 6th committee. Uh, fascinating, fasc- fascinating guy. Uh, he's got a lot to talk about. His story is incredible that he was at the, within uh, two days, he was both at the Capitol um, under siege uh, during the insurrection there. And he also lost his son. Uh, just an incredible, incredible story. We're going to talk to him about his book. Uh, that's on Thursday. And today what we do is we drop our what we call our brands of the week. And these are the brands shaping the zeitgeist, who's up, who's down. Let's get right to it. First up, unfortunately, brand down for Biden. Uh, you know, these this what I'll call the document drip is, is really hurting him. You know, obviously, uh, everybody knows, obviously, they found documents. And although... And if you watch cable news, you'll see this. There is, seems to be tremendous differences between the cases uh, of Trump and Biden. In Trump's case, uh, he purposely took them. There was obstruction. He was obstructing justice. Uh, he wouldn't give them back. Uh, you know, an apples and oranges scenario when you kind of dive into it. But in reality, to the average kind of voter out there, to it's like both presidents taking documents. And, it, and it's unfortunate because this was the one area that I think the Democrats had Trump kind of really, they had him. Boom. They had him on basically obstruction of justice, taking classified documents, particularly the obstruction part was black and white. And I don't think they can go after him that way. I, I, I think it's, it's hard enough to go after a president and indict him. Uh, I don't think you want to muddy the waters with the uh, insurrection potential indictment. Uh, which is kind of a bigger fish, if you will. That was kind of the attempted coup d'etat. And I think you want to get him for conspiracy to commit uh, sedition. Uh, And I think this is unfortunate for Biden. Uh, And I think this really hurts that one case, the document case. I think it's, it kind of, I think it takes it off the table. Uh, Brand down for congressmen and congresswomen. Um, Gallup does a study every year, which who are the most trusted professions what or what professions have the least ethics and the least trustability and out of 18 professions that they polled congress was number 17 they only came ahead of telemarketers that's right yes congress is ahead of telemarketers behind car salesmen uh, only 9% of people said they either can trust highly trustworthy or trustworthy at all and we understand why we see what we play it plays out every day on the news and there's no surprise with the lying particularly on the republican side I'm, I, I'm not trying to be partisan here it's just the truth as far as on the truth factor there's a lot more to chew on as far as um lack of truth on the republican side than the democratic side um brand down for republicans still nearly two-thirds of republicans say trump loyalty is important for the party um, in the past few months, political observers wonder whether Trump's power and influence the Republican Party have declined. But the CBS poll for that 35% of Republicans think party loyalty to Trump is very important, and another 30% call it somewhat important. So there you go. That's two-thirds, 65%, that still think it's really important to bow to fearless leader. And that's why the Republicans will continue to lose. Um, brand up for liberals, or at least Democrats identifying themselves as liberals. And, you know, liberal has been a word that in politics, in in, in in races, you kind of stay away from, you don't want to be branded a liberal, just like uh, it's just too far left. Yet 54% of Democrats identify themselves as liberal. And this is up from four years ago in 2000, four years ago, not four years ago, six years ago in 2017, where 50%, 
And in 2010, only 40% identified as liberals. And in 1994, only 25%. So more and more people within the party identifying themselves as liberals. And that's interesting because, it's a, as I said, in races, it's a very funky word. You see in a lot of Republican commercials calling the opponents liberals because liberal to voters is not always a good word when you're hovering around the center, which you have to get when you want those independents, when you want those suburban uh, voters. Liberal is not a great word, yet 54% of Democrats define themselves as liberals. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, brand down is always is brand down for... Uh, Anti-Semitism. Uh, this is really, really um, scary stuff. The ADL um, has done a survey, uh, which includes young Americans, and uh, perceptions towards Jews. And this is, uh, if you're a Jewish person, this is very, very, very sobering. Four in 10 Americans believe it's mostly or somewhat true that Jews are more loyal to Israel than America. The survey found seven in 10 Americans believe Jews stick together more than other Americans do. More than one in three think Jews don't share their values and would like to be the head of things. And about one in five believe Jews have too much power in the United States, don't care what happens to others, and are more willing than Americans to use shady practices to get what they want. And when you talk to younger uh, people who surveyed, it's the same thing. So there is a lot, a lot of um, hate out there. And what Trump did is I think he gave permission I think it was always there. I don't think Trump illuminated it, but you know, obviously we know he's having dinner with white supremacists and Kanye West and uh, just he was uh, a, a liberator for all things hate and the Jews are no exception. And this is scary stuff. Um, brand up for, uh, I don't want to say can't, yeah, I brand up for cancer profession and brand down for cancer. We're always going to have cancer brand down. Cancer deaths are down 33% in 30 years. After peaking in 1991, the mortality rate from cancers continued to fall over the last 30 years due to a decrease in smoking and improved cancer detection treatment. This trend continued in 2020, the most recent year for which the data is available, with another 1.5% decrease in mortality rates compared to 2019. So obviously cancer still, last year after COVID, was still the biggest killer in the United States, um, in 2020 at least, uh, the most recent data. But it's uh, has resulted in about 38 million 3.8 million fewer deaths over the last 30 years because of this downturn so good news in the fight against cancer uh great news for women ceos uh fortune 500 has been doing their fortune 500 study for 68 years where they list the top 500 companies and for the first time in history 10 percent over 10 percent are women one in 10 companies are being CEOs of women. Now, this as a result of January 1st of this year, five new women took over as CEOs and it pushed it from 8.8% to 10%. And that's great news. It's got to continue. I was always smart. My company was always, Deutsche Advertising was always, uh, at least in New York, run uh, overwhelmingly by women. And one of the reasons it was so successful. And um, a lot of companies figuring it out. Uh, brand out for Twitter, as always is, just shows their kind of desperation. It's offering advertisers a new incentive and attempt to woo them back. Tech companies dangling free ad space by offering to match advertisers' ad spending of up to $250,000. That's right. You run $250, we'll spend $250. And that's, I've talked a lot about this on this program before, this program, this show, whatever we call it, this podcast, that, you know, 50% of advertisers have left. So they're kind of doing a buy one, get one free to get people back. And I guess they got to do what they got to do, but it certainly shows the, the uh, vulnerability of the brand right now. Uh, brand down for worker retention. This is stunning. This is according to Monster.com. I'm sorry, this is according to Gallup. No, no. Uh, no, this is Monster.com. I'm sorry. The, the, obviously, the, the hiring website. 96% of workers are looking for a new job in 2023, a poll says. That's right. 
96% of all work in this country say they're going to be looking for a new job. I had to read this three different times. Nearly half of 40% of job seekers say they need a higher income due to inflation and rising expenses. Now, wages are actually up 6.5%, but inflation is higher, and people just need more money. And just about every employee in this country says they're going to be looking, certainly looking, for a new job, keeping their ears and eyes open. And that is really challenging if you are somebody that's running a company, particularly in this new world of people not wanting to come back to work and wanting to work at home and having to do all kinds of accommodations for workers. Doesn't help when you're an employer, you're looking over your shoulder and, and employees are looking for jobs. Brand up for Yellowstone fashion. Uh, Yellowstone has suburbanites dressing like cattle ranchers. Um, there seems to be a surge in Western dressing. Um, actually, my, my friend Jill Martin and her partner, David Glasser, uh, started a company called Shop the Scenes, where you can go, allows people to buy authentic items worn on TV shows like Yellowstone. Um, Wrangler has a line of 40 Yellowstone branded items. The show's fashion influence is, is truly broad, and it really seems uh, that the Dutton's clan has taken its uh, effect on fashion in this country, and Western fashion is on the rise. Brand up for models in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, there's a sky-high demand for older models, women in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, men also. Um, beauty giant L'Oreal's current spokespeople include Helen Mirren at 77, Jane Fonda, who I love and I think is one of the sexiest women alive at 85, and Viola Davis at 57. Uh, Mae Musk, the mother of uh, Eli Musk, began CoverGirl's oldest cover girl in 2017 at 69. Um, you've got the kind of resurgence of the 90s supermodels showing up in ads and, and photo shoots, Cindy Crawford, um, Christy Turlington, and Naomi Campbell. You even have men, Jeff Goldblum at 70, being a model for Prada. So um, older is better. And uh, I think people start to realize that, that people, there are people over 18 that buy products, that buy beauty products, that buy fashion products, and it's about time advertisers, marketers, and brands have started to figure that out. Uh, huge brand now for Golden Globes, and if you watch, you know what I was talking about, it was insufferable. The ratings dropped ever, 6.2 million viewers. They were down 23% from 2021. Just too woke for me. I, I don't want to watch and be lectured. Uh, obviously, the Golden Globes had their problems. They had their diversity problems, uh, and that's where they went away for a couple of years. There, there, there wasn't one person of color on the uh, Hollywood Fire and Press group that was making the decision, so obviously, they needed a major retooling, but I don't know if you're a viewer, and this is me just as a marketer tuning in, you, you, you don't want to hear stuff uh, uh, about politics. You want to see the movie stars. You want to hear about the TV stars. You want to see the movies, the TV shows, and they got to figure that out and stop with, stop with all the other stuff. Uh, brand up for football. Football is king. Out of the 100 top-rated broadcast programs last year, 87 were football. 82 were actually NFL, 5 were college football. That includes every show on television. It's all football. Without football, I don't know how the, the, the broadcast networks are going to stay in business because it is the only thing that eyeballs are going to these days. Um, it's really incredible. Actually, 94 of the top 100 broadcasts were sports, but 87 of them were football. Football is king. By the way, there were some great games this past weekend. Football just seems to be on a roll. Uh, obviously, you have the, 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 the feel-good story about the Buffalo Bills, uh, the life-and-death story that's got a happy ending to it. Um, but the games have been incredible, and football is king. Uh, Brand up for Megan, the movie, a horror movie. It's kind of a campy, funny holiday movie. I mean, horror movie. Uh, it's done about $60 million in the first 10 days. only cost 
twelve million to make. And what's interesting about it is that the the kind of the villain, the star, the 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 monster in the movie is this female android doll. And she does these crazy TikTok type dances in the movie and they show up on TikTok. And it's just kind of a lesson that babe, I think a lot of movie people will start to think, what can we do in the content in our movies that is social media prime stuff, if you will. And the, as I said, it lends itself to the TikTok dance. It's just, it's just built in for viral media. And there's no surprise that Megan is a huge success. It opened second after Avatar 2, which cost about a trillion dollars to make. So there you go. Uh, Brand up for In-N-Out Burger. Now, In-N-Out Burger, the LA, or the California sensation. If you've ever had In-N-Out Burger, it's the best in the world. They've gone to Arizona. They've gone to Nevada. They've gone to Colorado. I think Colorado. But they're finally moving me east of the Mississippi. They're setting up a corporate outpost in Tennessee. They're going to be coming further east, and that's good news for burger aficionados. And as long as we're talking about fast food, brand up for Dave's Hot Chicken. It's on track to be the fastest growing fast food chain ever. They've just opened their 100th location in five years. Dave's Hot Chicken is amazing. There are 100th locations in Brooklyn, and I highly recommend it. Brand up. Or no, not brand up. We have brand up. You can't get brand up for bed bugs. Brand down for bed bugs. And the cities that are rated the 50 worst bed bug cities in the U.S., according to Orkin. Orkin is a pest control company that uh, you know uh, does pest control, and they did a survey. Here are the top 10 bed bug cities on this year's list, as well as how their ranking changed compared to a year ago. Chicago is number one. Stay away from Chicago. New York, unfortunately, number two. Philadelphia, three. Cleveland, Akron, four. Los Angeles has had the biggest bump, so watch out for Los Angeles. Detroit, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Washington, and Columbus. Bedbugs, yuck. Brand up for flip phones. Gen Z has a new vintage technology to obsess over. It's the latest obsession is that flip phone has suddenly become popular with millennials. Uh, these smaller, lightweight devices, some available for as little as $20 at big, back, at big box retailers like Walmart and Amazon, are showing up in TikTok videos. Young people are unboxing them. Uh, they bedazzle their cases. So everything that's old is new again. Flip phones. I miss flip phones. I really, really do. Brenda for Saks Fifth Avenue. This is incredible if you're a New Yorker. The metro area is going to award three casino licenses in the metro area. They're, they're, a lot of people bidding on them. But Saks Fifth Avenue wants to take the top three floors of their flagship Fifth Avenue store between 49th and 50th and turn it into a James Bond-like casino. How amazing would that be? Right next to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Be really interesting. Uh, I, I, you know, you think about casino, you think about them in these, you know, kind of offbeat outposts. You'll, and they'll show up in Flushing, Queens, or these other destinations. But right on Fifth Avenue and Fiftieth Street, on top of Saks Fifth Avenue, a casino. I'm all in on that one. Uh, Brandon for Rolls Royce set record sales in 2022. Uh, their sales were up eight uh, percent. They hit over the six thousand mark. The average Rolls Royce cost for a average Rolls Royce. 534,000 bucks. You want your Rolls Royce? It's a half a million bucks. Uh, about 35% of the market is in the US. Uh, China's second largest market saw a slight decline in sales, but still climbed 25% of global sales. And finally, a brand up for the Tyrannosaurus Rex. May have been a lot smarter than we thought. In research, they're saying that they think they have a level of brain cells similar to baboons. So the big nasty guy, which you kind of think is the dumb one, you know, just because they're so big and ornery, smart fellow, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hopefully they don't show up anytime soon. And those are Brands of the Week. Uh, remember to tune in Thursday for our interview with Congressman uh, Jamie Raskin of the January 6th Committee. He's got a lot to talk about. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and any place else. We really appreciate you tuning in. We really appreciate you listening. Leave your comments, and we'll see you next week on Our Brand. 